Sometimes I forget that um, I'm usually the one that talks first. Yeah, you start this off, and it's usually like a ha, oh, no, oh, mm, wow. Well, oh, oh, oh. oh, thanks for reminding me. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what, what did I remind you of? Uh, to oh. go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you already did that. You already what? did like a ha, oh, oh. oh, oh I thought that. I forgot to do it. Oh, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's already accounted for. I don't know. Okay. More? You want to do more of it? No, no, I think we're good now. We've okay. met our quota. Okay, good. Right. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Welcome back to Rewatch Podcast, <laughs> where podcast listen you. No. Oh, right. Yeah. This is a show where uh, me, Aaron. And me, Brooke. Uh, rewatch uh, some of our favorite shows and go in-depth on every episode. Right. And we're currently watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Hey, great show. Hey, I've always enjoyed it. I love it. Yeah, that's the reason Obviously. we're doing a show about <laughs> What if we're just like, I hate it. Let's I've, cover this show in depth. I've always hated this show. I hate this show. I mean, hate watching's a thing. It, hate watching is a thing, I can, but I can only do so much of that. That's true. I would never be able to cover a whole- Seven seasons. Se- yeah, seven seasons because I would get too angry. That's true. That's too much anger. I'm, I'm already angry outside of the podcast, so- more anger on top of my daily anger would not be good. That's no. not good for your health. Doesn't sound good. It's not good. So a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. Right, housekeeping. Housekeeping. No, housekeeping. Don't stop it. No housekeeping. Uh, nine one one. Okay, so uh, you can you know follow our socials if you enjoy this show. You can go to Instagram trwpod. You can uh, go to our Facebook page, Alternative Bird Podcast, where we post about this show and our other show, The Way the Pod Goes, where we just talk about, like, whatever. And recently, we've started to play, like, uh, weird little games. Yeah, it's really entertaining, I find. Much more entertaining than our last ones. Oh, yeah, where we just kind of, like... Talk about whatever. We just <laughs> talked about anything and everything. <laughs> it's just, like, vamping for an hour. It really is. But it's better now. I, yeah. I, at least we think so. Right. And then... Also, recently, we have uh, started a Patreon, like, a couple of weeks ago. We did. But, you know, it's kind of, like, preemptive. Yeah. <laughs> but if you enjoy us and you want to hear more from us, you can go support our Patreon for as little as a dollar. Yeah, like, and this will go initially toward a camera for us to finally have some video for our podcast. So if you want to see our faces and see our reactions to things, what have you, uh, then you know you can help us out with that right even if we just get like you know you know what they say like oh if you donate a dollar it's nothing <laughs> but if you know right. 300 people donate a dollar i can buy a camera and we can do video podcast and then when i'm staring off into the distance as i'm talking it'll mean something exactly exactly <laughs> that's what i want right and so yeah th- those are our socials that's everything and if you skipped through it hopefully you didn't because it honestly would, would mean a lot if you at least went to at least one of those pages or something just to let us know you're there. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. We, we don't have a ton. We don't have like any fan interaction. So if you are listening, we would love to know that you're there and right. listening and enjoying our podcast because we have no idea. We have no idea if anyone is actually listening. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, we have an idea when people listen. Somewhat of an idea. Right. But yeah, but we have we do have a listener that we have noticed is being quite consistent. Right. Lately. We have somebody listening from Australia. Someone, Thanks Spotify for those. There's statistics. a person from Australia. Uh, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> Come say hi to us. Does, we we definitely appreciate uh, your constant listening. We uh, do. Uh, we love you. <laughs> oh my gosh. We love you. You haven't even taken him on a first date yet. Oh What's no. going on? This is moving so fast. Oh yeah, man. I'm surprised you haven't proposed yet, Boyle. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it'd be cool to hear from you guys. It really would be because uh, we just don't have any idea at all. That's true. We can't see you. Shouting into a void. We are shouting into a void. But we also have a uh, Gmail, uh, trwpod at gmail.com. Contact us there too. Right. So let's move on. Let's go into the episode. Yeah. So this is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Season 2, Episode 6, Jake and Sophia. And this was written by Trisha McAlpin and David Phillips, and this was directed by Michael McDonald. Oh, ha, ha, the McDonald's. I miss McDonald's. <laughs> Who I miss it. Okay, so we open up our show today with an actual cold open. Woo! And this one is uh one of the most re like one of the most posted classic cold opens. It really is. It's one of the most popular ones. So our squad is gathered around the elevator waiting for Amy to arrive because she's late and she's never late. They start throwing out guesses as to why she's late and Holt initially like walks up and is like, hey, like it's past clock in time. Like what are you all doing not working? But he like kind of immediately gets drawn into the fun of like, hmm, I wonder why Amy is late because even Holt would know she's absolutely never late. Yeah, he wants to join in on the fun. Right, and he, he he guesses that she's in line at the bank, pauses, and comments how fun this is. He, like, <laughs> says it so like, thoughtfully oh. and just, like, takes a moment and goes, this is fun. Yeah, he's like, I think she's waiting in line at the bank. Hmm, yes, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, his eyebrows went, raise up. It's It's cute actual signs of enjoyment yeah so amy arrives only 70 seconds late she points out and is forced to explain herself she was absolutely waiting in line at the bank yeah and holt responds with a hot damn (laughs) it's such a classic with the knee with the knee raise and everything i really do love that that opening uh it's a it's a good one any any excitement or like um positive emotion that comes from Holt is like very yeah. it, it, uh, what is it satisfying it is satisfying to see him enjoying and kind of like letting loose here and there yeah it's very fun it is satisfying and then also I, I'm just a fan of shenanigans <laughs> I really am yeah I mean it's, that's it's why we stuff. watch like comedy shows yeah and so let's go into the synopsis this is the synopsis for the episode like it's like on Hulu what happened um what no, well, like, what happened oh. in the show? Oh, I was like, what do you mean what happened? <laughs> we're doing the podcast, Aaron. <laughs> what, what are we doing? What's <laughs> happening? Like, it, like, took me out of my whole everything. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I, like, dislodged you. Why was I so startled? <laughs> I don't know. Don't I say that, like, every time? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I say that, like, every know. time. I'm just, I'm not here today. <laughs> uh, okay. I No, it's fine. It's It's totally fine. So... 
Jake hits it off with a woman at the bar, but later finds out she is the attorney for a perp he is trying to put in jail. Meanwhile, Gina and Charles work to put the relationship behind them, and Amy is pressured into running for union rep. You say perp again? Perp. <laughs> perp. Your peas are so perp. plosive. Perp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into some discussion points, topics, questions, whatever we have here. There's not a ton, but the things we're going to talk about are kind of big and significant, I think at least. So it's not a ton of jumping around, but we're going to be spending some time here, probably. We'll see. We'll see. First off, we are with Terry and Jake at, we at Shaw's? I don't know. No, it wasn't Shaw's. It was a, like it was a, a different, bar. It was a different place. It was just a bar. Yeah. And Jake is just kind of a little bit down because he's like, uh, okay, so I guess work is my life and that's it. I'll die alone. And that's when Terry decides to give him some dating advice. You know, he's <laughs> he's kind of acting as a mom figure, according to Jake. He's like, okay, <laughs> mom. Right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he, Terry just wants to give him some actual uh, constructive advice because he could use it. So he tells him to consider talking about non-work interests when approaching a woman or, like, courting a woman. So anything, because what he would normally do, Jake would, he would talk about cool cop stories, right? Right. And it definitely, I don't know. I guess when if, if there's like a woman like really thinking about like a guy, like talking to him and yeah. maybe she's like, oh, like he seems like attractive or interesting. Right. And like all he talks about is work and it's like. Well, that can be a little is he gonna bit. like come home every day and we're only gonna talk about his job all the time, or, or like, like is he gonna be too consumed with that to I don't know have like a serious relationship with me, something like that, or R- is random there, concerns like that, or is there no depth to this person? Exactly, and also yeah, so I honed in on this because we have talked about how Jake's career like defines him so much that his self worth is often quite reliant on his performance in his job. Yeah, yeah. This has been the subject of an episode, I think. And uh, so... Oh, yeah, wasn't that like two episodes ago? A couple episodes ago, we talked heavily about how any like his his performance is a reflection of himself almost. Yeah, yeah. I right? think that was when he was trying to distract himself from Amy. With I that, believe like, so. that secondary undercover thing. Yes, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... It, this is solid advice, but also it kind of does speak volumes because Jake does focus so much on his career. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's a part of him. It's really a part of him. And so to talk about his interests outside of work, it's like, well, really, what is there? But there is something there. He likes Die Hard. And, he likes ping pong. And wings. And wings. Uh, So... Yeah, they they hit it off, Jake and Sophia. They have like a little night where they kind of have sex. Yep. <laughs> they, <laughs> they 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 have a good night together. And this is on another note now. This is we're going to jump to another note. Okay. Jake while he didn't spot Sophia at first, Terry pointed her out. But he did go over to her and maintain and develop interest in her immediately, right? Yeah. 
And so for me, I think that this shows that Jake kind of has a type. Mm. I'm just saying, I'm just mm. putting it out there. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I think that he likes this kind of a uh, woman, I want to say. The, uh, smartly dressed. The dark-haired, intelligent, eloquent, capable woman. The, like, strong and, like, I can I can handle it. It's fine. The career-driven woman. I think because... Aren't they kind of similar, her and Amy? Well... A little bit. They're they're similar in, Not like, in personality, but... And they're, like, base shell. In everything that they are. That's what I'm talking about. Right, like, the basis of them The basis of their character. Yeah. They're the same. Obviously, Amy is a lot different, but yeah, yeah. but they're like kind of the same. So I think that Jake has a type. Right. It's like it's like the same thing of like, oh, your friend is like always dating, uh, like ton ginger, d- ton, ton, tall, <laughs> tall ton, gingers ton, ton, that ton, play ton. basketball. Excellent. So off track. <laughs> but yes, I I think that this is a thing. I really do. And yeah, yeah. I don't know if this has anything to do with Jake's mother figure. I'm just being weird now. Oh, now you just getting Freudian out Now here. I'm just getting Freudian. <laughs> we don't need to bring him in. Yes, bring him in. Bring him in. And his mother. Bring him. <laughs> him in. Okay, okay, let's stop. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move on because we're going to not have some fun laughing moments because i feel like i guess i'm gonna brace you guys for this next topic now this is something this episode was written and put out years ago like i don't remember the date but it was put out years ago and so there is a line in here that is kind of okay depending on your what how you view the current climate of America and the situation, the the criticism around cops, you might find this to be a big yikes moment, just like I did. November 9th, 2014. Okay, that's a while ago. That is a while ago. Six years. Yeah, six years ago. And so, because I had to like kind of take a moment when this was brought up, I, I had to step away. But let's, let's get into what is said here, actually. So Jake and Sophia, of course, they sleep together. And the next day is this this hearing, right? This thing that goes on. Yeah, there's like a trial for trial. a guy that Jake arrested. Right, and Jake is trying to get this guy put in jail. And the defense lawyer that was originally going to be there had to... He had a broken leg. Yeah, that's it. I didn't pay attention, but he had a broken leg. <laughs> it's not really so, important. So she replaces him Sophia she is a defense attorney and they're like kind of stunned to see each other a little bit they're like okay this is a little weird right and so directly after we see Jake and Terry like oh what what scumbag is coming yeah so cops tend to they 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 really don't like defense attorneys because they're the ones that are blocking them from putting people they believe are guilty in jail so that's like a whole thing with cops Mm -hmm. anyway so Jake confronts Sophia about their situation. A little awkward, a little weird. She, you know, they're like, well, why didn't you say anything? And why didn't you say anything? So she says she didn't tell him she's a lawyer because she didn't want to intimidate him. <laughs> 
Jake responds with like, verbatim, I'm only intimidated by professions that have a moral compass, like being a police officer. And that right there, folks, is kind of, whoa, <laughs> it's a little much, isn't it? Now, given our current situation with America and how cops are just being exposed left and right over the past recent yeah. years for their brutality and not only they're just lots their, of videos coming out yeah not only just like their brutality against like a person's body but like literally killing people mm -hmm. and it, so it's difficult because we're covering this show when all of this is going on yeah and unfortunately this can accidentally come across as tone deaf and not have meant to yeah, but yeah. it does now it really comes across as tone deaf and that's awkward and <laughs> unfortunate but this show was written what six years ago this episode was written six years ago right while the with the evidence that we are seeing now and the the proof the the literal videos that we are seeing are only being so acknowledged and so seen because of social media and the spread of it and how these things can spread like wildfire so everyone knows everyone sees now and so this is like it's hard to talk about honestly well i i think it's not it's not super hard it's not it's, but i mean it, like it's just it's difficult to cover i well, think listen so like back in that time 2014 like the internet has issues it revolves in like circles like people are upset about something for like a month and then it goes away this year and like the past year into this year has turned into a time where people are st stopping uh giving up on things or losing interest after a month yeah because this has been a thing before right it's not like there was an absence of police brutality when the sh episode was written but there was like an absence of a large public outcry for it right so it wasn't like being thought about by the mass major vast majority of people but now it's on the mind of every single person that doesn't literally live under a rock in this country it is and, and especially, even across the world especially because we have people saying all cops are bastards now that's kind of like the chant that we're hearing right so, you know, it's difficult. Yeah, and they're, they're the, um, you know, just to like, <laughs> for anybody listening to this in the future, obviously, we're recording this in 2020. Yeah. You know, pandemic, Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. police riots, all that stuff's going on. And it's difficult to cover, like like you said, like a cop show during this time. It is. And, you know, that's why, obviously, Brooke brought this up in the notes. <laughs> was uh, That's, like, obviously a thing that would not be put in the show now. It would And wouldn't. even as they're writing season eight, we've talked about this before, I believe, but, like, they threw out, like, four whole written episodes because they yeah. were like, mm-mm, this isn't good enough. And yeah. I'm sure they were, like, reading it and realizing, like, oh, this might come across as tone deaf. This might come across as, like... Right, and I also, I think that they are trying to highlight and target the this this whole thing, right? With they, cops, they that, try to stay current. They do. They do try and stay current, 
and not only that but like we have like covid and everything like there's there's a lot going on so yeah they're trying to really plan for this next season now they have been you know kind of on the nose with these things before like the episode with terry when he is stopped in his neighborhood uh, without his badge right by that white cop Mm -hmm. and so we do get a little bit of that but i think they i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping they will be more heavy-handed in this next season and i i kind of trust that they will and that's just my perspective but i think that it's needed more than ever to at least have some sort of a dialogue about this more because it's something they can't ignore and if it's a if it's a like you know one of those quote-unquote hollywood funded like it's being like talked about by some of the people that are considered you know like the you know like the like the the upper class like uh-huh. the the people who have a say in what goes on in the government like like that whole i don't know like the people that can manipulate mm-hmm. what's going on in the media and what people are okay, talking about okay i see what you mean yeah so they have like the influence right. and if they're using that influence you know, for that, you know, the right purpose. Yeah. Obviously, I think they know at this point, and... I think that they know that they, they will be, of course, attacked if they don't they will, address they, anything. They'll be, like, absolutely, like, thrown out. It will be, and... and that shouldn't be their... That, that shouldn't be that shouldn't their be the only reason. motivation. Right. It shouldn't be their reason, obviously. But it would just come across as, like, they're just ignoring. And while I do love that... You know, this show does try and be, I don't know. It, a, try, it, it tries to have good characters, right? Yeah, They're yeah. cops and we, we we root for them. We love them. But this stuff does have to be addressed. The morality uh, and the hive mind of the police force and how when one does something like like brutalizes a person, how the rest go along with it. And it's it's scary and, and insane. And so I just hope that they do touch on it a lot and explore it, talk about it, create dialogue, anything, because it's ne- it's necessary. It's right. really necessary. Yeah, they touched so, on it before, but now we need a little bit more than it. Because and it's because this wasn't so widespread in the past years, you know. So it's unavoidable. Unavoidable now. Right. But that's our. That's just. Okay, that was a lot of uh, heavy talk on that, but... And hopefully it also comes out, you know, about the the Navy SEALs and the Army, they're the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move into something that is is equally, uh, I don't know, not difficult to talk about, but like, well, it's it's serious, It's, it's something. So, we have that. Let's go into... The whole thing with Holt and Amy and Rosa. So Amy is being pressured into running for union rep because everyone is like, you'll make, you'll do great. You'll like, you'll kill this. You should do it. You're obviously, you're a good fit for it. And Rosa is like, literally like, I'm making you run. And so Amy is really resistant to it. And at some point in the episode, Holt, even though prior he was trying to ignore it and because he's a manager, he's not supposed to get involved in, the, in this stuff. But he decides to, later in the episode, 
pull Amy aside and encourage her not to tank the election. So she just wants to like give up and like do a terrible speech and get everyone angry and not vote for her. Right. But the reason why she wants to avoid this is because she she thinks that clashing too much with her superiors will ruin her career. And that's kind of what union rep does. They they'll fight for like the stuff for their, you know, whoever whoever is right I like fighting, word right now fighting God. for like um like uh pay and vacation yeah and it's, it's for and everyone that's not a manager it's, it's like the word that i'm looking for yeah it's like workers rights workers rights yeah and so yeah holt then has to because she wants to be a captain one day by the way is, is why she can't yeah she, she wants she to wants be to, part of the management one day she wants to be part of the management so she's like if i clash then that's career suicide and yada yada and so holt has to explain to her that clashing with his superiors was unavoidable for him but he still became captain right and so it gets we get some really strong social commentary in the next scene of of this so we get like a a short flashback it's it's quite a lot and what we see is Holt talking to what I believe is his captain and he says to to Holt verbatim listen you're black and gay so I think you should take all the black gay cases you know the weird stuff and then Holt says I strongly disagree he like kind of has a little bit of a smirk because it's like this guy kind of smirk right it's literally like in his mind it's it's that key and peel sketch just going Bitch. This is such such a like real snippet to really just put in there because this is this was Holt's reality. This was his entire career. Right. This was him him going against his not only his coworkers probably, but his all of his superiors because of his nature was unavoidable. He couldn't he couldn't say no to just otherwise he'd just lay on his belly and whatever just walk all over me i guess right he wouldn't have uh, got promoted to detective and you know further up than that yeah it took a long time for him to get where he is and not only that but this small snippet we have of of Holt's past it blatantly calls out the segregation of non-white people and non-hetero people happened not only back then but still persists today it's still relevant this is still a thing maybe not as in your face like that mm-hmm. but this is just highlighting that the system was not or wasn't built to protect and serve those outside of the white hetero male norm it wasn't and this guy literally is saying that he's like we're going to keep cases separate because of people's nature mm-hmm. and things they can't control. And he calls it the weird stuff. Like that is blatant segregation. Right. I mean, that's exactly why, which also Holt was a detective detective in like what the eighties, the seventies Yeah. back then that was at like the height of like murder and crime in America mm-hmm. at, in terms of like it being reported and noticed like, who knows how many people were like murdered every day back in cowboy days or whatever. Right. But like 
mm-hmm. at that time, like there was so much like death happening all around the country. Yeah. And there was a ton of it that was being blatantly ignored because, oh, that happened in the black neighborhood. You oh, know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Those blacks mm-hmm. killing each other. That's then, what they did. And then we still have people today where we have a video of a, of a black man literally being killed and people still trying to debate whether or not it was okay to kill him. Yeah. And that's that. That's this scene is just relevant right. in every way to and what's they, going on. And they like even touched like on like how he's not a straight man either. Exactly. There was a there was a murder in New York in the 70s that was specifically murdering gay men at leather bars. Yep. And the cops didn't investigate it for months oh, yeah, because yeah. like mm-hmm. they live a dangerous lifestyle. And you know, oh, it's just their life choices. That's just you know? that's just how they are, you know, that kind of shit. Except you can't go and be gay at a normal bar a regular bar because they are being ostracized yeah so they have to like you know go to their uh, make their own gathering place where they could feel accepted yeah except then those places they get are targeted. targeted they get yes. targeted yeah because people and the cops are insane. or yes. also even if they there were even cases where it's like they weren't being targeted but it just so happened that the insane murderer was lucky enough to have a fix on people that weren't being looked at. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, it's heavy for me. Just yeah. Talking it's, about all of this. It's, it's heavy. And I'm, you know, yeah, there's a lot of things that like, these are like jokes in this episode and they right. are commentary on things, but it's light commentary. It is, but it can't be light anymore. It is, and it's it's interesting because we have one comment from Jake that is so not relevant to today. In fact, it is the opposite of what people believe today. Mm-hmm. And then we have Holt and his experience that is relevant to today and is painting the picture for how it was back then, and it still bleeds into today right. and how that system was built, structured, and how it still is not helping those outside of the night, the non-white male hetero norm. How it's just ignoring people like that aren't that. Mm-hmm. So, or at least just failing them. So, <laughs> this is a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, so, but you know, uh, it's not avoidable. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't feel right if I covered this episode and didn't talk about any of that. Yeah. I think that would be wrong because it would be. There there are two things that really stuck out and those were the two things. And how I can't you can't just ignore those. I mean, with with everything that's happened. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hope you guys stuck through that with us. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on now to some lighter things because this is a comedy we cover all right. the jokes the quotes there was still some good there there was lots of good comedy surrounding well like we said originally this was not written as a heavy episode yeah. at all no the we just tone made it was heavy. not heavy at we all. made it heavy <laughs> i did this sorry <laughs> but you did this i did this i did this i did this <laughs> okay so i'm like burping all right here we go so we got a kind of callback to the Halloween 2 episode where uh, Jake won. He, no, he didn't win. Sorry. 
he does end up getting Rose's friend's number. Right. And he goes on a date with her. It didn't go well <laughs> because he's asking her just like, hey, how do you know Rosa? And she goes, none of your business. So wow. she's just as standoffish, if not more, than Rosa. Right. Like, how do you... Uh, I mean, it's a, That's like the most basic question. Hey, we have a mutual friend. How do you know this her? This is the easiest conversation starter. And then none of your business. <laughs> I wish I was that ballsy. It's just funny because like her look at first is like not Rosa-ish at all. So no. you're not expecting the same attitude. But... Right. She's the same thing. <laughs> and it's funny. And then let's jump forward to Boyle and Gina. They've cut it off. So they're not they're not trying to have sex anymore. Right, they're, right. They're casual. They're ending this. Yes. So they're ending it. So Boyle is giving Gina her stuff back. And she has some weird stuff in there, but she has, I noticed, an empty jar labeled fire spirit. Well, they pointed out, so I didn't notice it, but you know. Right. Uh, And she's like, it's not empty because there's a fire spirit in there. Mm. What is she? What is she? A weird, a weird astrology lady. I was going to say, yeah, it's very astrology, right? Low key, low key witchy. Low key witchy. Oh, fun. Only low key though. Low key. And then we're going to jump forward to when Amy tries to get Holt to intervene with Rosa, like forcing her to run for new union rep. And Rosa, she says, it's too late. You already have a campaign slogan. Pick Amy, dummies. I wrote that. Tell her how good it is. <laughs> it's like, I just love that whole line. And then like... It's very fast, very monotone. And then Holt's just like, I am not participating. I am turning around and he just spins around in his chair and he's like, I can't hear you. I'm reading a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that his way of trying to get out of situations. is just turning his chair around. Like if I don't look at it, it isn't there. Yeah. Right. That's like, uh, it's like the equivalent of like, they can walk into his office with anything, but he can decline. So he turns around and declines. Nope. Nope. He noped. He noped that real good. And <laughs> in that same scene, they're arguing so much that Holt turns around then in his chair and he goes, now you've done it. You made me turn my chair. <laughs> like that's like, I don't know. Like that's a heavy thing that can like, happen in this moment. Like, oh, oh, look what you did. You made me do oh, this. Look what you did, guys. Yeah, I didn't want to turn my chair, you but you made, made him me. You made turn his chair. <laughs> How dare you? And, and so let's go over to Jake and Sophia, that messy situation. Jake tries to get Sophia kicked off the case. And through this argument, Sophia exposes Jake for being the little spoon. Jake defends himself, saying, everyone likes to be the little spoon. It makes you feel safe. Carl, back me up on this. And Carl says, with no hesitation, yes, little spoon all the way. Absolutely. I back this movement. I, was... I back this movement 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. I am once again asking you to make me the little spoon. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that you? <laughs> Right, I'm, are old, you, are you little I'm old. Spoon? I'm old Bernie Sanders. Oh, you little make spoon. me the little spoon. Cute, <laughs> little Godfather. Uh, then wonderful. On this day. Additionally, Terry can pop off all the buttons on his shirt, but the real challenge is keeping the buttons on. Get That's fun. a bigger shirt. No, 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 tight, tight, tight. Bigger tight, tight. shirt. Tight. <laughs> and then by the end of the episode. Boyle and Gina don't resolve their whole whatever that is. Yeah. They're just arguing and they try and get each other to pull overnight shifts 
like going to Holt separately. Right, because they wanted like this like hotel room. The, this hotel room that they prepaid for. It's right. a whole mess. And so they both end up giving the room to one of their parents. So Charles had his dad check in with his name and Gina gave her mom the room key. Uh-huh. So now the both of their like their parents are in that room, the sexy room together. And so that is a big yikes right there. That's and just a is, big yikes situation. It is heavily implied that something's going to go down. It's heavily implied that they're going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's go into some Boyleisms because we can never have enough of those. No. When Boyle is standing up for himself when I talking. No. No. <laughs> no. So Boyle is standing up for himself. He's talking to Gina and he says, you can't push me around. We're not poke pals anymore. And I love it because Gina responds, ew. <laughs> like, she's always like, ew. Poke pals. I love her ews. They're so funny. She's constantly disgusted with Boyle. Love that. And then Charles, okay, so there's like a little situation that goes on. There's a little meeting that goes on with Jake and Terry. They bring back the case to the precinct. Mm-hmm. They talk to Charles and Rosa and Amy. They have them sit on it, in on it to try and get some evidence, but yada yada. And they end up seeing a picture of Sophia. And Charles comments on how pretty Sophia is and says she looks like a woman on an olive oil bo- bottle. Olive oil bottle? An olive oil bottle. Just a, a Renaissance Italian woman? That's so specific, but because <laughs> of how Charles is like a chef, he's he's a chef, basically. Yeah. That makes sense By so hobby. much. It just makes sense. It does. It it's does. so Charles. He's always thinking about food things. It's so Charles. And so I guess like certain things have a certain way of branding. And I guess there are just very elegant ladies on olive oil bottles. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's I've just what I'm seen, getting. I've just seen olive oil bottles with like pictures of olive fields or an olive on it. Maybe he's getting some sensual olive oil bottles. Okay. I don't know. All right. <laughs> and also in that, in that same scene, Charles says he'll think about Jake sleeping with a defense attorney every time he looks at his crotch. And Jake's like, don't look at my crotch then. Stop looking at my crotch. Stop looking at my crotch. There's a simple answer to this. And it is, don't look at my cock. <laughs> and lastly, the the star, the oh, chef's kiss, quote, <laughs> boilism. Aaron, do you want to read that? Hey, Captain. I have a juicy little boil nugget I'd like, I'd like to drop on you. Oh, yes. Drop your nugget. Oh, uh, drop away. Drop is, away. That, is that what he says? He says, like, he says something about the, the nugget. He says, like, drop the nugget or something. Uh, <laughs> he nugget, references the nugget. Drop the nugget. Drop <laughs> that nugget. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes along with it. Juicy little boil nugget is just the worst combination of uh, words. Because it, it definitely sounds like he's going to take a take a poop on his desk. I high-key hate that. <laughs> A wet poop. A boil nugget. Get away from me. Okay. I don't want this quote near me anymore. <laughs> Let's go to some Linetti spaghetti. Gina is a little ridiculous. This ridiculous this episode, of course. Um, You know, they're fighting for the room. And during the fight for the room, Boyle isn't backing down. And he says he's backing up <laughs> instead of backing down, which doesn't make sense grammatically, but okay. So he starts backing up into her and doing like a beep, beep thing. And she ends up just throat punching him <laughs> as a response. And I'm just like, are they 12? Like, Are they actually 12? It was like such a quick movement. And you just see him go. Ugh. Yeah, she just gets <gasps> him in the jugular. 
Oh, like, jeez. Oh, she a thug, isn't she? <laughs> Is she a thug? Also, it's another one of those scenes where you can just, like, see the actress, like, just almost smile. She's totally she smirking. Broke. She's totally, I like, I looked at her, and I'm like, she's, like, on the verge of laughing, isn't she? I'm <laughs> I confident. Mean, it would be very, probably very difficult for me not to laugh in any situation. Yeah. Let's go into some character knowledge. We get a little bit of information on Scully and Hitchcock. So Scully has been union rep for years. How that Like happen? years. So I guess that's kind of like, you know, it's like an old guy job. Who gave this man responsibility? <laughs> well, apparently, because like nobody voted or it was just Hitchcock. I, I, I hate that. And also Hitchcock is technically a bastard. Um, According to Amy. Are we in Game of Thrones? Bastard. Why does bastard have any significance now? You're a bastard. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, bastard. We're in Game of Thrones suddenly. And then lessons and takeaways. This is mainly toward the Amy situation. Kissing up to management doesn't always guarantee upward movement, and standing up to management doesn't always mean career suicide. You know, because if you stand up to management and you make change, right. then, and you're the recognized. one responsible for that change, well, it sounds like you should be management. Right. Sounds like, oh, you're you're capable. You're like, you have a brain. Oh, nice. you improved this place? Oh, my God. Management. Man. Yeah. Also, I wanted to bring up a little funny moment. Go ahead. That I remembered. When Scully finds out that Amy is running against him. Right. He's extremely offended. So mad. And he said, you know what the worst part about this is? Is that I considered you my best friend. And then he storms off. And Amy and Hitchcock both are just like, what? What? They're both so stunned. <laughs> because w- what? <laughs> Hitchcock is just like, wait, hold on. Like, yeah. Amy's not the one that sits next to you and like feeds you croissants in the morning. Like, yeah. And also two more things. So we thought it was so lovely and wholesome the way that Holt not only encouraged Amy toward the end there to run for union rep, and like the smile on his face, but also later when she is then giving her, you know, her speech, like why you should vote for me. And just Rosa and Holt, they're watching, they look so proud. And so they're just like both smiling, both of them. And it's just a sweet moment. Oh my gosh. And the smile that he makes in the office when he's talking to Amy, it's a big toothy grin. It is a big toothy grin. And, and then the one is a speech is like a smile, like there's a little teeth showing. It's just like a, a actual, like proud smile. And it's lovely because Amy is just, she's getting exactly what she wanted, which was a mentorship from right. him. Yeah. And he is just, he's delivering. And she's absolutely perfect for the job. Diligent, yeah. all about the rules. That's what someone. Note taking. Right. That's what someone who need who's working with union needs to be. Someone yeah. that knows all the rules. Mm-hmm. Someone that knows like, hey, that's not that's not right. What's going on? Yeah, right? and then can like think of new solutions and problem right. solve. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, lastly, we had Jake and Sophia kind of mend the relationship a little bit. Right, right. At so, the end of it, he went back and kind of was like, hey, let's go out again. Yeah, so he kind of dropped the, like, you're a defense attorney, Ugh, kind of thing, and was like, all right, fine. Because that was through Terry's encouragement of, like, listen, you're saying your life is boring lately. Maybe she can spice it up. Maybe she can make your life a little more interesting right now, and maybe it'll turn into something good. Right, yeah, because he... He didn't want him to just... 
crash and burn that ship immediately. It was like, let this happen. Like, we'll see what happens. Right. There's some first. obvious chemistry there. Yeah. And it might be a little bit of like fiery chemistry. Right, right. But maybe that could be like a thing. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe they'll turn to like an actual relationship. And he was like, just don't tank this immediately. See what happens. And so he does go to her and like, I guess, does he apologize? I don't remember apologies. I don't remember an apology either. But he mends the relationship. And so they, they're kind of a thing now. Yeah. And that's where we stand by this episode. And that's that. That's that. Yes. That's the entire episode. All right. Well, hopefully uh, some of you made it through that. Hopefully. <laughs> all the seri- hopefully you didn't click off if, all you, the like, if you like seriously disagree with us, which like, oops. <laughs> sorry. Well, I mean, sorry honestly, not sorry. If, if you seriously disagree, then you're part of the problem. Yeah. So, then goodbye. like maybe we don't want you here. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting aggressive with the audience. We're getting, we don't a, we're getting aggressive <laughs> with an audience that we barely have. <laughs> Um, maybe we change your mind a little bit if so, but I, I don't really know. I don't know. Anyway, Anyways. we hope you suck through it and, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. This was episode six. Of season two. Of season two. I think it's episode 41 in terms of like. It is 41. It is. We, yeah, we've done. I checked. I confirmed. Oh, good, good. Cause I always forget when I'm naming. It's the, 41. Naming the track. Yeah. And that's that. So. Go check out our socials because I'll be posting there soon. I'll be doing hopefully a lot of promo because I have not been doing that. (laughs) Life's been tough, you know? Well, that and I'm just like, "Eh, maybe not now. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's just that not now. Now I feel like it's okay too, especially because we are trying to pick up traction with our audience. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, I feel like um, there was a period of time where people were worried about the Black Lives Matter movement falling to the wayside. Oh, I that's why I stopped. And right. then I just kept continuing the stopping. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now I feel like it has become kind of like <laughs> what it should have been this whole time, a staple issue. It is. Of like the, of like the new generation, like yeah. the progressive movement, mm-hmm. which... You know, I like to say, isn't even a progressive movement. It's a this is how things should have been movement. Right. Like this is this is where we should start. Yeah. So it's since it's kind of like up at the forefront and no one's forgetting about it, uh, we'll start posting again. Yeah. So we're gonna post stuff and, you know, connect with us on our socials and through our email because we wanna hear from you. And once again, those are TRW Pod on Instagram, yes. Alternative Bird Podcasts on Facebook are kind of umbrella, uh, not corporation, we don't make zombies, uh, that we post about this show and our other show, The Way the Pod Goes, and anything else we do in the future. And also you can, like uh, like she said, you can email us, trwpod at gmail.com, uh, send us an email. What was your favorite part about the episode? Uh, what did you think about the subject matter? Let us know. Maybe we'll talk about it at the end of the next one. Yes. And then, finally, you can support this show and any other shows we make, like the way the pod goes, on Patreon. You get the shows a day early if you pledge $3 or more. And you can even just pledge a dollar. Like, you won't miss that dollar. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, you won't Great miss the dollar. Great I, I have spent, I work at a grocery store, and there's so much money that just goes down the drain because I see something. It just and vanishes. I buy it, and I'm like, 
Where'd all my money go? Oh, I thought no. I made this much money a month, but half of it's gone. Where'd it go? <laughs> right. Oh, it's because I'm buying things constantly. So you won't miss that dollar. I'm you won't you. miss it. I'm telling you. <laughs> but we just want uh, cameras so we can make uh, better content. And, you know, I, I hear that YouTube's a kind of a popular thing. Oh, is it now? <laughs> I had no idea. But I mean... Uh, also, like Spotify might be doing some like video stuff. It seems please, in the so we can hop on that immediately. 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 I will. I will spend from my savings to buy a camera. That I will literally do it too. I guess, <laughs> we, could, I guess we could split it. Oh, we'll split it. <laughs> Deal. All right. So that's this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>